It's Cheryl. I was doing some thinking about why would a parent consider the assistance of a tutor? And I, in my last episode, I kind of discussed that as well, but I'm just um, wanting to go back to this idea because uh, whether it's working with me, working with a friend of a friend or a cousin or an aunt or an uncle or um, working with a um, website that provides tutoring assistance um, from a national chain. I think parents want to know that it's okay to seek assistance to help their child be successful. And I'm certainly not saying go out and rescue your child. That's not, I don't, I don't think we need to be helicopter parents and rescue our child every time they come up against something that's a little bit hard. I'm saying that if you've got a child, your child um, is struggling in maybe just one area, um, maybe they're struggling with just keeping things organized and they have some issues with executive functioning skills. Um, maybe they need to work with somebody to learn how to do that. And whether that's um, a trained professional um, in, in counseling or whether that's just a tutor who's had experience working with kids, um, I think it's okay to give ourselves permission to work with somebody that can help our child. Because sometimes we're just in the middle of all of it and we can't get past what's going on in our own household. And the outside person um, provides the support that not only our child needs, but that we might need too. And taking the back seat on something sometimes isn't a bad idea. Sometimes um, when we're seeking support in the academic area, we don't feel prepared to provide support. Um, example being when my kids were struggling in high school math. There was no way I was going to be able to help them. I am trained in elementary education. I feel very confident in that area. I've taken upper level math, not my cup of tea. Now, if your child is struggling with long division, multiplication, addition, subtraction, problem solving at an elementary level, got you covered. But I think we just need to know where we have our strengths. And on the flip coin of that, if you are the parent who has an accounting degree, um, but your child is struggling with sounding out words, you'd probably feel the same way I felt about that high school math example. Maybe you could help them, but maybe you're not helping them the right way. You don't have the tools in your toolbox to help them. So sometimes we want to support our children in an academic area and we just don't feel prepared to provide that support for them. And sometimes we get in this struggle with our child. Um, they're not doing their homework or their practice assignments because it's hard and they're confused, but they don't know how to take the next step forward. And so there becomes this battle between what we want them to do, sit down and finish your homework, young man or young woman or child or whatever <laughs> your conversations sound like at your house. And we can't distance ourselves because we just want them to get it done. Just get it done. And they don't know how to get it done. So we seek people who can help us. And I think we just need to say it's okay to ask for help. 
because those of us who have children know the struggle and it's a really real thing. You've worked all day. You're coming home. You're tired. Your child needs support. You probably can't do it or don't want to do it. So then that begs the question of, is this a sign of weakness? I don't think so. I think it's very empowering to say, hey, we need a little bit of help. And relationships are really important. Really Having that positive relationship with your child is really important. They don't want to see you as the person who's hounding them to get their homework done all the time. They want to see you as a support person. And now that my kids are grown up and um, the last one is just finishing with call or just in college right now, but I look at it maybe a little bit differently with a different lens. You want your kids to come home when they're older, trust me. So you don't want to be the, the harping parent who's constantly butting heads with your child. But you also don't need to be the parent who's always saying, yes, honey, anything for you. So you just want to find that happy, that happy place, I guess. And if your child's really struggling with something, whether it's writing, reading, math, science, you need to seek out somebody who's qualified, who can help them. So this is not a sign of weakness. It is a sign that you care about your child and you want to find support for them. Now, having just kind of uh, jumped into this tutoring side gig of mine that's hopefully going to become a full-time thing because I'm really enjoying it, um, I think you need to be aware that there's all kinds of tutors out there. And there are big companies who hire lots of people and they say, here's our platform, you can use our platform and show up and we'll give you lots of people to choose from. And I think that's great because that's how I've started. But I really want to work closely with families and have a have a more personal relationship with those families to help bridge the gap for the things that the child doesn't know. And, um, you know, I might work for a company that says you have to be online for an hour and help that child. And at 40 minutes, the child's like, oh, I've had enough. Well, where I would like to say, all right, well, 40 minutes, that's all we're going to do today. I'll check in with you on Thursday this week, and we can work for another half hour or whatever. I can't do that maybe as easily or fluidly when it's not my platform. So I personally am going to give this a shot on my own platform and see how it goes. Um there needs to be consistency if you decide to reach out and work with anybody, whether it is through a major company that offers tutoring or a private tutor like myself. I think that you need to look for the right person. And that comes down to having that authentic conversation about this is where my child's at. This is what they're struggling with. And then I think you need to allow the professional, the tutor, to have conversations with your child and allow them to do a little bit of work with your child to see what do they notice. 
And then you come back and you say, well, this is what you told me. This is what your child told me. And this is what I saw as we worked together. And we can build a plan and move forward with that. So speaking for myself, I am a teacher. I've had many years of working in the classroom. And I know that each child learns in their own way. I know that some children can work for an hour straight. They can do multiple activities during that time. And they'll just plow through everything and they'll want more. Wonderful. Other children need time to have that social visiting time before they start. They want to feel that bond, that relationship that the person's there for them, is really caring for them. They can do a few practice activities and then they need to have a mental break. Some children only want home with their help. Uh, excuse me. I said that wrong. Help with their homework. There we go. Um, and then they want to be done. And I think that working together with the parents and the child, you can find that that working relationship that's going to work both for the tutor, because this is their job, and the child, what they need, and the parents, what they want, and you can work together. And in my opinion, it takes someone who's a trained educator to really understand those nuances. I'm certainly not saying that your neighbor's high school friend um, is, I'm not saying that they're not qualified to help you. I'm just saying that they don't have the experience maybe to notice those things like a trained professional would be. So just whether you're in the market for somebody or just listening to this to get ideas, um, take a moment and reflect. What does my child need? What do I need um, before you move forward? Just make sure that you're okay with what you signed up with. And then also know that if you're working with somebody who's doing tutoring, they're providing you with a service, okay? A, they're a support person, but it's still a service. And if at any point you're not happy, you just need to say, I think we're done. And, and you can, it can be done in a respectful manner. And, you know, <laughs> take from me, for instance, um, I had to just say goodbye to a client. I didn't want to do it. Love the kids. Um, but the young man was working on some math that was taking me an hour to practice it. So I felt confident to work with him. And, you know, it wasn't my cup of tea. And I just had to say, I can't do this because my time was valuable too. Um, so I think you just need to look through it, look at it uh, through both lenses and be okay with when the time to move on is, is there. You just say, okay, then it's time to move on. But um, if you would like to visit with me about your child's needs, I would encourage you to click on the link that I have on my website. Um, it says work with Cheryl and there's a little form there that you can fill out. And the more information you can provide me with before I meet with you, uh, the better prepared I can be to have that conversation with you. It's like um, a pre-conference checklist. And um, then we can sit down and we can have a conversation. I don't work with people in their homes. I, I work digitally. Um, there's a lot of reasons for that, but um, this way, if my family's traveling or if we're on vacation or whatever, I don't have to interrupt that cycle for my student. Um, I can keep things going for them. 
Um, and I think that's important um, to keep that schedule. But if you would like to meet with me, I'm more than happy to do that with you. And uh, we can have a conversation and um, just see if maybe we can work together to help your child. So that's all I have for you today. I hope that you'll come back for more information on my next uploaded podcast. Until then, have fun learning.